Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sith Council. It's our Star Wars show here over at the SEN, Showdown Entertainment Network. I am Christian Orloff, and it's nice for you to join us on this uh, Wednesday morning, March 10th, which is crazy. It's moving along. But we're here another week talk about Star Wars and everything kind of going in on the world and whatever conversation we might get to. And I'm, I'm pumped about that because what a crew I have today. It's a very different crew than I normally have. Well, why that is. Uh, well, it kind of is. It kind of is because first we got this character. I'm not eating chicken today. Why? Yeah. Billy Chicken over here. Billy Chick. Billy let, me, Chick. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I love rice cakes. I got a bit of a sweet tooth, so I got to eat healthy. I'm eating rice cakes. Every time I eat one this week now, I'm like, oh, look at me with my chicken breast. <laughs> Billy Chicks. Yeah, Billy, Billy, Billy Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm here with Billy Chicks, but he's not the reason why this is a different show. We have I'm someone not, here no. who's one year more special today, <laughs> and that is Darth Sabra. There yeah! she is. Look at her. Look at her. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> get me out of the middle. There you go. I don't like being in the middle. It's so lucky that I get to spend it with you two bright and early. Isn't that true? Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it truly. It's very nice to have Steph here on her birthday. So everybody's gonna be very nice in the comments section today, right? About everything <laughs> we're talking about. Is that is that is that accurate? Yeah, um yes. It is gonna be a fun show. We're gonna have uh, uh you know first of all for you guys if you didn't know already we we don't do the schmobot on the show like sen and, and steph will be right back here at 10 o'clock we're doing a we're doing a full week of the ladies it is uh it's been such a fun fun week already and it is going to continue today because it's steph and roxy and kate and uh sabrina and bonnie says she's showing up today we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll see um no show on on days one and two but apparently she's isn't she throwing uh Stephen Amell around down there in Atlanta, Georgia. She's on the show. Yeah, she's yeah, on the show. Uh, I, I think, and there's going to, and there, there's some pictures from that show, and they'll talk about it. Today. Yeah, so that's going to be at 10 o'clock. So make sure you check that out. And Mike, you want to do stereo with me today? What? Cool. <laughs> yeah, we doing stereo? Mike and I are going to do stereo because we're All right, we'll do stereo today. So you're going to be busy. You got to, you got to jump, you got to jump to the show stuff. Otherwise, I'd ask you. I don't want to talk to this guy. I talk to him enough. Yeah, no, I know. I'm not yeah. taking it personal. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's get into this thing. Let's get into this thing right right away. We got a big, big story that um that was going all over the place yesterday. We saw it; it was popping up, and there was like a there was a, I think it was a shareholder meeting that was going on yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bob Bob Chepik Chepak. Yeah. Watch your mouth. So when <laughs> we we were we saw this everywhere, everywhere. By the way, we we're always taking stories from Star Wars Newsnet. There are buddies over there. They. Uh, Phenomenal, phenomenal site. If you didn't know that already, go to StarWarsNewsNet.com. You want to check out all the stuff going on in the world of Star Wars. Keep up with everything, whether it's uh, releases of books and games and their own articles. they got a great podcast, the Resistance Broadcast over there. So check them out if you haven't done that already. Uh, all right, Bob Chapek yesterday, he reaffirmed that Kathleen Kennedy's future is secure at Lucasfilm. There's been rumors for years that, oh, See you later, Kathleen. Nobody, you're oh. gone. It's over. See you. Um, so here, here are the rumors. The rumors are that that Kathleen Kennedy is on the way out. Well, Bob Chappie yesterday said she's going to be doing the Lucasfilm activities for many years to come. And early today, Disney hosted a conference yesterday, a conference call for the investors to discuss the state of the company. 
in contrast to a year ago when COVID was wrecking nearly all aspects of the business model. Aside from the direct-to-consumer platforms, particularly due to the overperformance of Disney+, Plus, Disney has managed to bounce back in a big way with their stock nearly triple what it was at that time. Good, I'm glad I got in on it. I didn't. Uh, a big <laughs> portion to Disney Plus success is due to The Mandalorian, which was the reason to pick up the streaming service initially, as far as their original content went. While their other businesses are slowly beginning to resume business as usual, with vaccines in the process of being distributed, Disney Plus continues to excel past the pandemic bump in subscribers when people were first holed up in their homes. This service, as of now, has cleared 100 million global subscribers. That is going to be the topic of SCN today, the main topic. So that's they're gonna, the lady's going to get into that today because that is a massive, massive feat already. Um, pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So, um, Moving on, nonetheless, there have been long-standing rumors over the past few years that Disney was looking to move on from Kathleen Kennedy in spite of her tenure at Lucasfilm being successful. One investor called in and brought up rumors that Lucasfilm animation executive and the Mandalorian executive, uh, Dave Filoni, was going to take Kennedy's job. Chappick swiftly dismissed any rumors of this nature by noting that Kennedy is not going anywhere. At one point, it seemed possible that Kennedy would step down from Lucasfilm Following the completion of the fifth Indiana Jones movie, the, um, let's see, given that her involvement with the company began with Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of the best movies of all time, didn't yeah. say that, but it should, and that she <laughs> helped develop the other three sequels, it seemed that completing the fifth and final adventure with Dr. Henry Indiana Jones Jr. would be a perfect way to bookend her career. However, it sounds like the legendary producer and current Lucasfilm president is staying put. And The Mandalorian and other Disney Plus content seem to be the perfect incentive for her to stay. In addition to um, Patty Jenkins, Rogue Squadron, and upcoming Star Wars movies being developed by Kevin Feige, Taika Waititi, and Ryan Johnson, not to mention the film adaptation of Children of Blood and Bone. Films aside, Kennedy will be busy on the Disney Plus side of things as well. Development on the Willow series, for instance. Uh, there's a large slate of animated, The Bad Batch, Visions, A Droid Story, Live Action, Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett, Andor, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Lando, Rangers of the New Republic, The Acolyte. Star Wars series is still on her plate. It stands to reason that due to the sheer volume of the shows and movies announced last December's big presence, she has no plans to exit the company anytime soon. And since Bob Chappick seems to be happy with how the franchise has performed on the big and small screens, he appears happy to continue with Kennedy as president of Lucasfilm for years to come. All right. Lots to break it's down. It's a mouthful. It is. And it's a lot to break down. A lot to break down. Um, look, this is there's a lot of things here. The, and and the first part of it is, let's let's call it what it is. Did the did the movies themselves? Did, you got to look at business side and passion side. We'll put it all together. All right. Yeah. The, the, the business side of it. If you look at it, I've always said you look at it like sports, right? And she's the manager uh, or general manager of your of your franchise. Yeah. Force Awakens. It's a championship. Last Jedi. I'm talking money here. Championship. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Money here championship rogue one championship she has championships so solo is her only non is the only championship i, mean, I think so solo still made money didn't no, it no? no it didn't it didn't it was one of the first ones that didn't cross a billion and, and it just that's, it was come on the billion that's when ridiculous. you look at when you look at how much it made and everything too with the with the amount of cost that it cost with all the reshoots mm -hmm. okay no, okay it, it i'll it, digress it's a loss it's a loss uh it, it, but but it, it's still and I'm, again i'm not talking about passion side this is 
right. purely business because I think there's, there's clearly more people who like Solo than they do Rise of Skywalker, right? Absolutely. That's a different that's a different conversation. We're talking about championships. Another okay. championship, Mandalorian championship, Clone Wars, the new season championship. So people don't always equate that to her because like, yeah, that's just Filoni, that's just Favreau. Look, I have been one of uh, her biggest critics when it comes to her as far as um you know on the creative side and doing all these moves and moving directors and stuff like that i'm not a fan of it i think there should have been a plan for the movies i think there should have been all that stuff my biggest thing is what i wanted i think she is one of and i stand by it she's one of the greatest producers ever what a producer should be i think that she's finally to me after you look at what has happened with mandalorian i think she has settled in the role of i'm I'm going to use my producing chops. What? Filoni, Favreau? Yeah. Okay, good. Put together your team. Go. Get me a hit. You did it? Awesome. All right. Now we're going to put together this thing over there. Obi-Wan, Deborah Chow, you guys are doing that. Boom. Go. Make me a hit. That's what she should be doing. Not, all right, I'm going to get involved here and put this director here. Oh, maybe you guys should do this and do that and do that. That's not, you don't have to be a, a massive Star Wars fan because she's not. She's not a massive Star Wars fan. Um, she she doesn't have to be. She's got to be able to manage the massive Star Wars fans inside and know who knows the property and everything too and go. You can crap on her all day long and say, oh, yeah, Last Jedi, she ruined it by putting Ryan Johnson in there. And I think that I think the movie stinks. OK, I think the movie stinks, but I still but she still got a hit out of it. Right. And then same thing. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, the fan base, they're, they're all against each other. I don't disagree with you. Everybody was fighting with each other. And it's like, oh, this is a disaster. Mandalorian comes along. People are starting to get back on the same page. You have to give her credit on that. No, 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 Favreau, Filoni. No, no, no. She, she's, <laughs> she can say no, no, Favreau. She can say no, no, Filoni. If she, she, she has the power to do that. Um, I don't like her creative instincts. I don't. I like her producer instincts. So if this is the case right now, you, you go by what you did last. She's coming off a hit. She's coming off a hit with Mandalorian. Ah, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Let's see what happens. Because if, 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 if uh, Obi Wan is great, and if she puts out these, I think the single movie structure. The single movie structure to me is the way to go at Star Wars. Stop with the trilogies. We got, we yeah, have like, we, like uh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Single, can I, you see the movie? I mean, yeah, I, I get the whole behind the Star Wars sequels. Like it was a trilogy because we've had trilogy two before. I get it. It was kind of the package deal. But yeah, you're right. Singles, just let them out there. Uh, yeah. It's I true. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I saw the conversation. I saw Bibbs come in and say I heard last year. <laughs> oh, Bibbs is here. Yeah, it stinks. And go take your non-canon Ewok movies with you on the way out. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead, Steph. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Money talks, and she's brought in loads of money. And, and it's hard because we're looking at a woman who doesn't make all the decisions. She's just the head of a lot of decisions. You know, JJ decided that he wasn't going to do the last Jedi. She put in Ryan there. There was multiple things that had to happen. And I don't agree with everything, but the thing that she lasted was the Mandalorian. It's a massive success. Christian said it's one of it is, is his favorite new piece of star Wars yeah. in decades. And that is with her and the announcement of the next phase of star Wars, all of the shows that we're getting, which, everyone in this chat and us included are so hyped about because we think it looks solid we think that they have a solid direction that's on her so i think we have to give her the credit that i think she's catching her stride and i think that we should be supportive because she is in control of the next pieces of what's going on and i think it's going to be a, another championship after championship yeah so that's that's just that is the thing though you, you have to look at as a producer i feel as a producer when he's asked when he's asking questions like if you're 
if you're uh, uh, Shosh Chapek, Chapek, whatever you pronounce his name, if you're Chapek, watch and, your and, mouth. Yeah, I know. If you're Chapek and someone says to you, hey, you just got this massive hit with Mandalorian. I mean, it's massive. It's the reason why, one of the main reasons that your subscription service has over 100 million uh, subscribers now, and you have all these new things. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, we really didn't like those movies she did, um, but this is the big hit. You're going to get rid of her? Yeah, you know, the the, 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 the fan sites, they're mad. So she's gone. Well, who's going to take over? <coughs> I don't know. I think they want Filoni, so we'll give him Filoni. He's got to stand strong. He's got to stand strong in the moment because it's it is. It's, you got to look at it, the sports mentality. You have to mm-hmm. because, look. And I will also say to play fair here. I don't think this is going to happen. But if Obi Wan comes out and it stinks, right? And people are like, oh my god, this is terrible. If if Acolyte is like, what is this? If Bad Batch is like, oh, then you got to start looking. Like then decisions are like, well, the, the fan base isn't. You, you, we're, we're this is not a good choice this is not a good choice you're, you're making bad producer uh choices here but the ideas of those are all great choices sure but i mean but look so is that so is yeah the yeah so is yeah, the we, yeah yeah we have to see it no i'm saying but we're 50 percent there and i agree we have to be fair of how it has actually received but i i do we have to give her credit and we were so excited about the announcement of the slate like they are moving yeah. in a direction that a lot of star wars fans are appreciating true um yeah, it's just it's it, there's so much. There's just it's just so much. Like I'm like I said, I just think that when it, it I always thought when you look at movies like uh Raiders and all those movies that she's been involved in, the big movies that we all love, right? There are to me, a really good producer is in the back in the wings, just going it's like not in the forefront and not making like these creative decisions inside of the story all the way through. You know that they're or or other things like that. They're just going okay. I trust in my team. I'm a producer. I'm going to produce for you. What do you need on my end? Oh, you need you need this big new you need this new studio to shoot all this stuff in Mandalorian. You need this new technology. Boom, done. Make it happen. Oh, you need this. Okay, great. You want this deal to happen? You want this particular actor? That's who you want for the role? You sure? Okay, boom. That's who you got. Not this person might actually be good. Why don't you use it? Because how do you know if you know if you're not caught up in the lure? Again, rumors, things that I've heard in the past of like that she's she's thought of certain things were too inside baseball, and she didn't know if, if the fan base would understand certain things and making those type of decisions as a non-star like I shouldn't say non-Star Wars fan, but someone who's not as in the lore as maybe Worst like a Favreau and, and Filoni. That's when you see because there's so much inside baseball stuff in Mandalorian, and we clearly ate it up. So that's the type of stuff where it's just I think she I hope she went. Okay, you know what? You think that's going to work? It worked. Great. Who do you need? That's to me is a great producer. I can get it done for you. You tell me what you need. I will get it done for you. And she did that in Mandalorian. You cannot take that away from her. For everybody, like I said, I have been very critical. I thought she handled the, and again, not money-wise, because I just told you guys how well I thought that the, the money did for it. I thought she handled the, the, the new trilogy poorly. Poorly. Um, I think there should have been a plan. I think there should have you been. You think there should have been more hand, like the reins, like no, no, no. We're you, Ryan. We like you, but you've got we've got this path we're going on. Instead of like, okay, hey, I, that's where you want to go. Let's go. I I think there should have been a plan, Mike. I think there should have been a thing of like, okay, this yeah, is this is the big but- this is the big. Uh, all right, look, we're gonna make a, we're gonna make uh, three movies. We're gonna make three movies. We don't know who the directors are yet, but we want to make three movies. This is what we have. We have a writer come in. We have so and so come in. Or it's JJ, right? JJ just wrote this big treatment. This is what happens from episode one, and this is how episode, or excuse me, episode seven, and this is how episode nine ends. 
they should have known that going into it. Okay, sure enough. Absolutely known that going into it from, from top to bottom. They could change stuff along the way, but they should have known that. Um, and they didn't. And because they wanted to get, who's the hot director right now? Who are people going to like? Who's, who's going to blah, blah, blah. Right. That's, yeah. that, that's what it seemed like. And it was like, because even with Lord Miller, like, oh, Lord Miller putting out hits right now. Let's put them. And then Lord Miller's like, well, we want to do things our way. No, no, no. I have to do it like this. And it it, it, it fell apart, right? Yeah. The, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Rogue One, there was tons of stuff. Everything there was a t- bunch of times that a lot of these directors fell through. I mean, look at the Colin Trevorrow stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and you look, by the way, someone sent this to me yesterday and I wanted to, I just didn't have enough time. Someone illustrated in comic book form, Colin Trevorrow's script. Uh, uh, it's awesome. the whole thing. Yeah, man. It makes me, oh, mad. Man. I got to send it to you. It oh, me, oh it, wait, the animated version of it. It, it was a, it, like in a comic book form. It, it was. Oh, oh no! And they I just on their own free will did this. Yeah, I think so. Oh and man, I'm gonna see That's if I awesome. See if I can. There's so it. many stories like that that you hear. Like you would love to see. They'll never make the movie, but you're like, man, if they would do that as a comic, just to see. Yeah, but yeah. I do think there's an interesting comparison to be made with someone like Feige and Kennedy. I know that they have differences in positions and they have in the past 20 years, but you know, Feige is known as a king in the Marvel universe right. and he doesn't have all wins, you know, not everything right. has been a win. The past few years have been mega wins. And Money I think wise, it has been though. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I, it, but no one looks at him like, oh, screw Feige for like this, this and this film that I didn't like. But with Kennedy, the problem and the difference, which we're moving out, is that we've only been focused on one story, the Skywalkers. Right. Now that we're branching out, there's less focus on you ruining an entire franchise, quote-unquote, based on yeah. one story. Yeah, cool. now you have more stories, and it's not just based on one singular story. Yeah. Uh, Neil Hanstock is completely wrong here. He says, don't confuse no plan with a plan you didn't agree with or a not very good plan. No, there was no there was no. There was, there, no was no there, was, there, there was no plan. There was no plan. They they even Three said that was, there were executives inside of it that, that went on the like uh, anonymously said there was never a, a plan. So you're mistaken there, Neil. Uh, there was it was okay. Let's get this hit out there. JJ put this in place. Ryan, what do you want to do? Uh, I mean, I guess you could call that a plan, but the plan is we're just going to let the directors do whatever they want. There was no there was no plan. There just never there never was. Um, but there is a plan now. That's 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 the thing is that we're not. This is not a complaint about how everything is was so is so stinky. The difference is there is a plan now, and we have been. And for as much as we have been saying, you know, these things were the were the were the bad, in our opinion, the bad choices. The good choices are this looks like that shared universe plan that they're going to do. Like if you look at that, and I keep referencing this in the um the gallery series when. The, the new one, the, the second for, for there's only one episode of Mandalorian, but Favreau and Filoni are standing next to each other and from from the first season. And they're like, you think they're going to know this is Boba Fett? They, they might. I don't know. But we're going to re- when we reveal it, it's going to be amazing. So it's this plan that they know is going to happen. And that's going to connect into this Boba Fett series. And there's and the Soka stuff con- con- connects into her series. So there is a plan now and it's clear and it's working. Mm-hmm. You also have to remember, I think, like, people, they'd say Filoni for the position of Kennedy. Like, Kennedy, uh, Filoni probably doesn't want it. He's a creative. He wants to be in the trenches. They're creating this. He he doesn't want to have to micromanage different franchises and different people coming involved. So it, it it's a different skill set as well. Like, being a producer is a different skill set than being a creative writer and director. It's 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 almost a business mindset. You get these – a lot of producers, they come from a business background more so than an entertainment background. Yeah. Uh, it's true, and and I guess I I just think that, that again, good old Neil over here. I don't. I think he's just not understanding what we're saying here. Not he, not, he said that if there was never a plan, then there, then Force Awakens wouldn't get made. Well, they, there was certainly a plan to make the movie. 
there was a plan there was a plan of like okay to make the yeah. first film i'm talking about the overall arc and connecting of what is our plan for this trilogy not a plan to make the movie it's like yeah hey we want to make episode seven that'll make billions of dollars make it of course Here, i mean okay look at it this way the dark knight trilogy people yeah. could say one of the greatest trilogies of all time there was no plan for a dark knight return or a dark knight and dark knight right. rises after they made begins they're like we might make one we left it open we'll see and even after even after dark knight rise or dark knight they weren't gonna do one but then heat's death and everything they're like all right we can finish this up well so even then, did, it was never a trilogy an idea, but he did have he had an, an idea, idea but it was he never a trilogy to, it was never well, planned. Yeah. well yes and no he he before uh, he's passed. He had. That's why he kept him alive at the end. He had. He had. He's coming back in the third film. Right. He was going to do it. There were plans. There were. But the difference was they kept the same creator on and the same writer on for for yeah. all three films. You know? And that was one character's arc we were looking at, and we saw like the formation of Batman in the first one. Yeah, we had a, so many characters that we were film. growing with, and they right. had completely different arcs throughout each movie. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but he, either way, look, she's sticking around for a bit too, and and and. And just like sports, if these shows keep going good, it's like why why at this point, if 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 you enjoy Mandalorian and if you enjoy Bad Batch and you enjoy Obi-Wan and you enjoy these things, why do you want her gone if it's working at the point? Like I said, right. You would have asked me after Rise of Skywalker, well, after Rise of Skywalker, because Mandalorian is still around. But if you if you asked me after you know, last last Jedi or after you know Solo or those things too. I'd be like, I don't know, maybe she's just because I, I had just heard certain things that there were certain ideas that I thought were really great that were get, being pitched. That she was like, no, that doesn't work. This doesn't work. People aren't going to like that. And it's like, oh man, people would like that. People would. And then when Obi Wan the movie kind of fell apart before the streaming stuff, there was definitely a point where I'm like, maybe she should try to you know hit that last shot, hit a big movie, uh, and then walk off. Now I said, you know, certainly things seem to be moving along and, and there seems to be, you know, new maneuvers. I mean, you look at also look at DC, DC, Mike, you know, it changed yeah. dramatically oh, from what, what they were doing. DC right now to me is making like really quality content with I love the Joker. I, I that Joker was one of my was one of my favorites when it, yeah. when it came out and those the movies and you look at. You look at the the shift and what they're doing now with the Snyder cut, and you look at all these things that they're doing. Their plan has changed dramatically, sure. right? So, and it's true though, they have changed leadership though. There were leader, there were leadership roles that that were changed, um, and then that yeah. obviously and that obviously helped. But the shifts already happened in Lucasfilm, and she's still in she's still in charge. So I, I for me, I'm not. I'm not worried about it until you know the things. If if things start going really bad on the TV side, that's when I'm going to be. I think me, yeah, TV me is precious. TV, the weird, TV is precious. I think the only weirdness for me was that period right before Solo, where we just kept seeing to Star Wars kept losing directors, and it was yeah. the creative differences thing. I was like, okay, that's we had so many changing of the guard happening there. Like the the Trank when he went off, that's a different story. That yeah. was him yeah. just botching another film and they're like talking and like hey this guy's not you know but it just seemed like it's so much turnover i was like okay when you've got creative differences that's not just an act a director sitting down that's producer directors button heads mm -hmm. with the creative yeah. way that's so that was a little around that period that was like okay something something's not right yeah, so, yeah. something's rotten in the state of denmark is that this that's the saying right yeah it, it is <laughs> like my my thing is and people are like oh well feloni should take over feloni should be the guy no it from look i love Filoni. Filoni's my. I think Filoni is is the next guy right after George Lucas of understanding how agreed the, the philosophy of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Running all of Lucasfilm is not Star Wars. 
that's everything right that's everything that's the business side it's all that this guy is a creative uh he's a creative genius right to, yeah. Does he want to be an executive? That's what I'm saying. I don't think he does. I don't think, I think he wants Favre. to go to board meetings and deal no. with all this crap. I think Favreau would be in the in the maybe down the line yeah. thing. I think Favreau's a guy that has been so involved in producing so many different things that Favreau could be somebody to look at if that's something that interests him and it, 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 Kathleen ever decides that she doesn't want to be around. Now, if you put Felonians in charge of Star Wars and as the executive, like a, like a, a, how Feige's in charge of like Marvel, Okay, but all of Lucasfilm, I don't know if he wants to do that. Yeah, yeah. I can see Favreau wanting to do that. And he's because he's branched yeah. out from, you know, he does comedy. He does Marvel. He does animated like right. the, the new season of Lion King. So he's he's got he's and even and he still acts. So he's he's able to multitask like that. Yeah. And someone but said, feel, someone, you're good. So I just, it's just what she's done during quarantine and this pandemic says a lot. Too. Like the fact that they have this many users on Disney Plus that were due to a few things, but mainly the Mandalorian. And instead of backing down, she's kept pushing forward. You know, we never thought that we were no longer going to get the shows that they that they had teased about. Right. They've always said that we're going to keep going. And that takes a massive a bit of business mindset and strength to keep pushing forward. And creatives don't necessarily love doing that. They just love creating. It's true. And if you look at, so if you look at um, Chapek, he's going to say, okay, guys, the, the streaming service, it's crushing. We got, we got Mandalorian who did, that did really, really well. Marvel's pushing out all these shows. What do you guys got for me? And she goes, look, you got one more stuff. We got it. You know, we got, we got Obi-Wan. We've got this, we got that, we got that. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And they have this whole slate that people lost their minds over and they're already in production of it. And like we said, we're getting, we're getting Boba Fett at the end of the year, Bad Batch and Boba Fett this year, two or three series next year. And this goes into the whole thing where we're going to bring up this conversation a million times over, over the next couple of years, right? Especially depending on the quality of the series, because I always said back when there was no streaming service that I always thought that Star Wars two movies a year could work, especially when you look at what Marvel and the MCU did. But people always push back. Well, I look, see, they, they tried doing that with Solo and and uh, and what was it the same year? Was it Last Jedi the same year? No, Last Jedi had just come out and then Solo. Yeah, yeah they, so they were, were like, oh, that they didn't were work. like six months apart. Yeah, yeah, that, that goes back to the whole whole plan thing. There's like, let's put a Star Wars movie out. People yeah. love it because it's Star Wars. It's like, no, there's a, there's a connectivity about the MCU that people continue. It's 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 serialized. That's why people watch it. The difference with this with the television series when they're out there that you subscribe if you're one of these hundred million people that subscribe to um, to the Disney Plus series. Now, let's say you you're strictly there for Star Wars, but you don't give a crap about Andor. I don't watch it. You're not yeah. going to cancel your subscription. Or you're just going to. Eh, I'm, I'm more waiting for Obi Wan. Yeah. You're not paying any different or any less. You're paying the same seven bucks a month that you normally would pay, and you're getting. And it, but the difference is, as opposed to going to spend a fifteen dollar ticket of something you don't want to see, you're like, you know what? I pay for the service already. I might as well just watch it. And maybe you become a massive fan of it. Like WandaVision for me, by the way. WandaVision was a show that I didn't give a crap about. I didn't care about the trailers. I didn't care about anything. I thought it looked stupid. I didn't want to see it. And I loved the show. I loved it because, and I watched it. I don't think if it was a movie. I'd be like, I, I don't know if I want to pay for this. Mm -hmm. But I watched right. it. And I loved it, and I and I couldn't stop watching it because I because they hooked me in. And I think the same thing will happen inside of the television series. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think they have an entire fan base that they're planning to tap into, just like Marvel has with the show. There's so many more people that are now feel like there's not a gatekeeper for Star Wars because this yeah. is new, new shows coming to coming to the streaming service. Yeah. And they mention it, you know, it just that fact that you got to remember also, you know, people, whoever they decide, like if, if, if she did decide and that's something also that could happen, she could. Yeah. He, he says she's locked in to say she could very well say, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to get a bigger job. You know, I'm going to do something else. And then they bring someone else in. I don't think. And again, I love Filoni. Why do you take Filoni off of the Ahsoka series? When he's he's directing and producing, and finally, I remember seeing him at Star Wars Celebration, and, and I was like, "When are you gonna do? When are you gonna direct the live action?" He goes, "When they let me," you know, because he, he's wanted to direct live action forever, and now he's doing it. He's doing th- two things that he loves, right? He's doing two things that he loves. He's doing the uh, he's directing television, and he's great at television, Rebels, mm-hmm. Clone Wars, but he's doing live action now, and now he gets to also be part of this Ahsoka series. Why do you take that guy off of that and put him in a board meeting? Why would you do that? You know? Yeah. So that, no, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's it just a kind of misunderstanding of how the industry works, and I get it. If you're not in it, it's hard to understand what a producer is, what is an executive producer, director, writer. Those are all different positions to have a role to play, yeah. and when you're working on a show like that and you yeah. really want to make it your baby, which Dave Filoni has showed that when he's working on something, that's what he's working on. Right. And so when you take him out of that and you want him to be in business, it, it you're not going to get the same product. Yeah, so this these are there's a lot of different comments going out there, and this and I will say the the first part of this is is silly, but I hate the idea that Kathleen Kennedy won't be let go because she's a woman. I I have nothing against her, but she doesn't have that passion for Star Wars, Favreau, and Filoni do. I don't disagree with you. She doesn't have that that does have that passion passion, but that's not necessarily the point of a producer. Right, is to find the people who are passionate about it, and that was my big problem with the trilogy was that she was getting a little bit too involved in creative side of things with the passion of what Star Wars should be and that kind of thing. When she's a producer, leaning back and going, who I are mean, the people who really know the lore, and what, that's what a good producer does. So there's a difference. If you watch, I remember during the the gallery series in the room with all the directors, she would just kind of sit there and and. And not that she didn't add anything to the conversation, but she was just watching the creatives talk and enjoying because, you know, she doesn't feel like she has to say something. That's not her job. Right. Let the creatives do their thing. Just put the people. It's like, like you said, with sports team, put the right people in place. That's like any uh-huh. job. You put the right people in place and your team succeeds. Also trial by fire. I feel like, I feel like we should give her the benefit of the doubt that sometimes you need big losses and not money wise, but big losses with the franchise. I'm sure she's not an idiot. She knows how people receive the movie. She knows the complaints about the movie. She's a, like Christian said, one of the best to ever do it. If you think she's not learning from that, then what are we talking about? Of course, she's going to learn from that and get better. Well, yeah, there was, there was that thing. Someone mentioned it too. And I, and, and this also, this one made me kind of scratch my head and go, what at one point, and whether she, however she worded it, she had said that there, the, the difference between like Harry Potter and all these other things was that Star Wars didn't have any source material. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Huh? You have, you have, huh? you have oodles and oodles of <laughs> of source material. You have all of these books, these canon books that you decided were going to be canon and connect into everything that you could adapt into television series, that you could adapt into movies. What do you mean there's no source material? And however she worded it, it came out poorly and it's like no that that's that's my that was goes back to my issue of like 
you got to make sure that the per, like so for example if i'm i got to create my like you got to appreciate whatever team it is that you that you put together you right. have to trust your team your yeah. creative team so if your creative team comes in and goes kathleen we're very excited we want to put together this darth bane series and she goes who the hell is darth bane right <laughs> and and instead of saying no i don't know who that is and nobody else will she goes, do you think the Star Wars audience will do this? I put you in your position as a creative. So your ass is on the line right now. Do you think that you can put together a series with Darth Bane as a character that the fans will love? Well, yeah, because here's our take. This is what we want to do with it. We think that if we go this way, we're going to bring so-and-so. Okay, I put you in that position. I trust you. My ass is on the line here, too, but I put you there. So go for it. That's what a producer does. That's what a producer should be. Um, and, it, it, and that's and so if she doesn't know the source material, she should trust in the people who do. It, it's always you hear the story about the producers. Like, look, I didn't know anything about this. So and so came in, sold me his pitch, and I just fell in love. I was like, this I got to see. You know, it, it's it's the job of a producer. It's and and they're smart when they say, look, I didn't understand it, but I'm also looking as like I'm an outsider. Star Wars is not just made for Star Wars fans. If it was just made for Star Wars fans, you're not going to get 100 million plus subscribers and get the money. And you've got to think you've got to get everybody involved. You got to you got to. So Kathleen Kennedy is kind of like the eyes of the outsider. Like, OK, I have no idea who this Darth Bane is. What? Right. Sell me on this. What do you we got, got? Yeah, you got to look at you just but you have to look at it, guys. I mean, I get the, the, the passion and the creative side of it, too. That's that's where that's where I come from, you know, but like you got to look at it on a, on a business side, too. And if the audience is happy, you got to look at both things. Audience was not very happy after the after the trilogy. So the conversation started to come in. Well, we gotta we gotta make we gotta make we gotta try to figure out. And I know I know I get it. No, well, all the people out there you seen Twitter and everybody can be happy. Yeah, but there 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 were good people out there that were also not happy with everything that that the way that it was put together, right? So that's not always fair to put a well, you know, fan fanboys are gonna be happy. But there's you you have to also understand that there are some people that there are a lot of people who just didn't like certain things. My my brother. Is a is a massive Star Wars fan, and he's about the the, the nicest guy you're you're, you're going to run into. He can't stand the new trilogy. He can't stand. It. He thinks that it's just it was run. It was run. He likes Force Awakens, but he just thinks it was run terribly. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, but he loves Mandalorian, and he watches Mandalorian weekly. And like I said, you, you have to you you can't just give Kathleen Kennedy the red X because of the movies. You have to give her a green check mark when it comes to Mandalorian. When it comes to these yeah. other shows, you, you have to. Yeah, I mean, it's under her watch. Do I think she was incredibly involved with Rebels? And do I think she was incredibly involved with Clone Wars? No, I don't think she was at all. But she's trusted in her team. You, She gets the win for that. Whether she's highly involved or not, she gets the win. Because she, yeah. it's under her watch. I also don't think it means that you know, as fans that we just have to shut up and take it. I know a lot of people are mad about this and don't like Kathleen Kennedy. You don't have to bully and be nasty. You can voice your opinion. I think the opinions on social me media of like things you'd like to see, things that you didn't like in a respectful way have shown that companies move with how people are responding to it. So you're right. not powerless in this ty type of position. I think we're getting an Obi-Wan series for that exact thing because we voice our opinion. So it's not like you're not going to get what you want just because she's staying here. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, like I said, I let, let's see how the other series go. Let's see how Obi-Wan goes. Let's see how all these other shows go. And then, you know, then you, you voice your concerns afterwards. If you see it, if you still like all these shows and you still you got a lot of Star Wars coming down the pike here, you know? So like just... I don't know. It's it's people aren't going to be convinced by 
three idiots like us saying it, but we can certainly voice our, our opinions. Or actually, two idiots and stuff. So, um, <laughs> uh, let's That's let's huge. Yeah, let's let's move on. We're gonna move on. We got other. We got some other stuff to talk about. And and you guys are putting in your super chats. Thank you. We don't do the schmobots here. We're gonna read after we finish talking. We're gonna read the super chats that are coming in. There's about four of them at the moment. Put them in there if you want to talk to us. We also, by the way, uh, stereo.com/slash Christian Harloff at the very end of this show here, ten o'clock today. Myself and Mike will be on stereo. That's right taking some questions from you guys uh all star wars related so make sure you head on over there stereo.com slash christian harloff if you don't know what stereo is it's a great way to interact with the uh, creators that you that you enjoy you can go over there you leave a you leave a voice live voice message and we take it on the air and we say oh okay this person wants to talk about this particular thing in star wars and we go into that it's also great because you can just put your earbuds on you can start a show and you can talk to your friends about whatever you want you want to talk about star wars you want to talk about marvel you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about it's a great platform i love it it's stereo.com slash christian harloff go on over there follow me today get on over there to watch the show or listen to the show with myself and mike it's about as close to morning radio show that i can that i can remember doing in a very long time so please go and check that out um, okay, moving on to another story. Speaking of Mandalorian and everything else, um, the Mandalorian, the visual guide, and I was looking forward to this oh, thing. And the this original is such novel. a bummer. This really knocked me in the in the nuts. The yeah. yeah, it really did. I don't know if I could say it. Yeah, it really because I had this on pre-order for Amazon. I love those visual dictionaries, not yeah, just this really IG study guide. I mean, this wouldn't have helped for it, but the Marvel, the DC, they've been doing these things for decades. Decades. I have the original yeah. trilogy ones, I've got the new ones. Mm-hmm. Anytime a movie comes out, they do a great one. And it's that's the stuff you want to talk about, like Star oh, Wars IG no. studying. That's them. This we get the, it from. Yeah, but end the novel. So in a surprising development, both the planned Mandalorian Ultimate Visual Guide and upcoming original novel have been canceled by their respective publishers. The news comes directly from the source, DK Books, which planned to publish the visual guide, announced today on Twitter that it was not going forward. As stated in their tweet this morning, the story of the Mandalorian will continue to unfold on screen. Um, this comes after some confusion about the status of the visual guide as star wars news that reported a few weeks ago the mandalorian the ultimate visual guide was set for july 1st 2021 release date in the uk and july 6th in the u.s the hungarian website zero dot uh hu whatever that is claimed to have a source saying that both dk publishing and lucasfilm didn't want to go forward but no official response was given at the time it appears the report by zero was correct the guide is written by Pablo Hidalgo and follows the tradition of other visual guides associated with the Star Wars movies, which has become a bit of a uh, supplemental tradition, as Mike just uh, mentioned. And there is no storytelling per se in the guides. The emphasis on story being a factor in the cancellation is unusual. That's where I was going with another casual uh, today is the Mandalorian original novel, which was being written by Adam Christopher. Del Rey gave the same reason. Due to the expanding world, same thing. So that was obviously a statement that they were given to to say. The novel was originally set to be released in December 2020, alongside season two of the series, and would have been an original story and not a novelization of any kind. A focus on telling the Mandalorian story on screen makes more sense in this case. It's still a disappointment for the fans of the novels and certainly for Christopher. However, Delray was quick to note that they're still working on him on another uh, on another future as, as yet anonymous book. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so there's a lot here. It's a lot. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of. Uh, it, I, it there's just some stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, the, I, like the I whole. Think I think this is Favreau. Well, the fact that they said we're letting the story tell out on the screen, but they release Star Wars books all the time with these same characters, Luke, Han, and mm-hmm. the story tells out on the screen. So I'm like, that's weird. 
If so, it was a care, if it was a book featuring character that is no longer in Star Wars, yeah, that scraps a book. So two sure. questions, two questions. Uh, elephant in the room, is it Cara Dune related? Yeah. Um, if second, it is, that's a hundred percent why. Like that. Okay, makes sense. You got to cancel the book. You just can't I, stop and I, edit her you out. You think that makes sense? I don't think that makes sense. Well, let me tell you why. Because if you got the, the no, visual dictionary, you just take her page out. But she's part of canon, so do you? Yeah, you don't take it out. You don't take I, it I out. I don't it's personally. You it's movies. canon. How, this yeah. is a little bit. Look, I'm not talking about the, the situation itself. Right. Not what the situation. Say, that's not talking what, that. What I'm saying that I think is a little hypocritical is that we don't remove Woody Allen's movies from screen. We don't remove Mel Gibson stuff from screen. But we don't remove we don't remove Kevin Spacey movies from from screen and that and that, like and and we're all talking about very different situations. Sure, this is something where if it's a if it's a novel and it's a character it, and and no one is saying that this is the reason why. I'm just right. saying if it is, if you're removing it because of certain things that were said and opinions that were or made and 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 whether you know what she what she her the way that she was fired, you know in general right. If you're looking at that, you're like, well, Cara Dune, but Cara Dune is you're not you're not saying well, Cara Dune's Twitter said this. You're not saying that. You're saying yeah, Cara Dune character. was part of Alderaan. Cara Dune was this. The character of Cara Dune doesn't change. The character of Cara Dune isn't on different shows saying this, this, and that. That's if that's the case, I think that's a bad decision. If they're yeah. if they're canceling the, the visual dictionary because of Cara Dune, and that's a that's that I that mean, is that's it, that's silly sided too. Number one, they're still fans of the character. Number two. Yes. You just if it, it, you just take that one page out if if that's what they're doing you take the one page know. out that that to me is that to me is even is even worse. Christian, you're like saying basically, all right, we really should take this one out. Fans are going to go nuts. Cancel the book. I don't think they should have canceled the action. I don't either. I they should have put it like it is. I don't yeah, because it's a character. She's a character, and the the season one and two is going to live forever. You're not going to take it out. Right. And I think the people who hurt from this are the fans. You know, the people who want to be able to see the story. And again, we don't know that this is actually the reason. But when Christian was talking about movies with people that have track records or bad um that they've done bad things. We don't take away their movies. And I think there's a distinct difference between the um, moral of the movie or the story being told being inherently racist or hate hateful. Then I'm okay. Like that, that's when you consider taking out a scene, you know, if there's blackface or right. something like right. that, where it's inherently right, wrong. But if it's a character who wasn't inherently wrong, that doesn't make sense to me. That's just taking away from the craft. Yeah. Like for me, I just think that if there was, if the character didn't do that, the character didn't tweet anything out, the character didn't do, it's like the character is out there and the character, and, and there's also rumors character could be recast or maybe they say yeah. they're not going to recast, they said they will recast. Yeah. It is, <clears throat> I don't know, it's it's tricky. But again, there's nothing that says, there is nothing that says that these were, can these were canceled because of Cara uh, uh, Dune. No one's saying that. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the, the visual and I, it's funny because that they were both canceled at the same time. I think we have to look at them as two separate entities because they're very different things. Like if you're telling writing a story with this character in a novel, uh, and you don't want that character going forward, because I don't think we're gonna get tales of I don't think we're gonna get comic books with her. I think the character is gonna be off doing something, and that's she's in the universe and it's off. Yep. So mm -hmm. I don't I don't think a novel. You know, you 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 put her the you got to put her art, artwork on the cover if it's Cara Dune in the novel. 
Yeah, I, you I know, think, so I, I think, think that it, was a we can't edit her out. That that book's got to go. I just think we're in a really it, we're in a in a, a in a different spot. time. It's a, a, a tough spot for sure. But all right, let's uh, let's let's move on. I do because I did want to see the, the novel. I thought the novel could have been. Um, I'm pretty filmed about the visual dictionary, man. That yeah, sucks. that's suck because the one thing about the Mandalorian is remember when the visuals dropped before yeah. and everyone's like, what? Like, the visuals of the Mandalorian were so sick and it would be cool to just be able to have that physically in your own homes. Yep. But maybe one um, day. The art book is so great. It's such a great book. I, and love I just kind of. Yeah, I know. It's just the Star Wars books are always a, like they said, it's it's it, like I like in that article that, that, that they wrote, it's it's become tradition. New yep. thing comes out, you get a visual dictionary with it. It's just part mm -hmm. of it. Yep. Hopefully, they'll change their mind, or maybe, or maybe, like, maybe we think about this. Maybe they realize that it's going to be ongoing, and the book of Boba should be in this. So they're like, "Gosh, we want to get this book out, but new stuff keeps coming out. We want to lump it all together." One, that's so. Well, that's what they said in the article, which I agree with. That it's it's that it, I it, agree with. Like the if if that is the case, if the case is well, look, there's too much from where this particular novel was going to go. That that's kind of counterproductive to season three, and that's right. not what's going to happen. Or even if it was a side adventure, that no, yeah. we don't really like. I get that. The visual dictionary, I don't get because the visual dictionary is just just going back over what happened over season one and season two. Well, who's that? What was that ship? Who's that alien? What's that right. happening? You know, what's that weapon? Like that, right. that. Or or maybe the decision was made. Like okay, Mandalorian three. That's the final season. Nah. So they're going to go and go, okay, we're going to do all three seasons for the one visual dictionary of mm. the series. They probably it's, just don't know yet. They're, yeah, yeah, it just seems I, like it seems like he was writing and, and they're like, oh, we got to add this. And he's just like, we got a book date. We got to get this thing out by. I can't finish this. Right. All right, cancel it till we do have a date. Mm -hmm. Just saying. All right, look, so we have, we, I mean, we got we had two stories. That's this is what I love about this show. I love this show because this is a show we could, we could spend half an hour on one topic and then the rest on another because now we're gonna get to your questions here ladies and gentlemen you put in the super chats we're gonna end the show with that today um this is the first one from the great tim sim regardless of what we sim. The movies if everything else from games uh to disney plus series are now doing well then i'm fine with her staying as long as she let the creators do their thing yeah exactly tim that's exactly where i'm at uh i i don't i i don't like her creative choices when it comes to star wars but i'm on board at the moment I'm at I'm on board at the moment with with the with the producing choices. So if that's the case, it's it, this business in general is a what have you done for me lately? She did the Mandalorian for me lately, so I'm on board at the moment. So uh, you know, uh, yeah, God, same thing. Let the creators do their thing. That's yeah. their job, and the producer do her job. That's right. And I hope that that's what I hope that's what we continue to get. We'll see. All right, next one, Ryan Payne. Despite how the sequel trilogy went off, I have no problem if Kenny continues her contract with Disney. Happy birthday, Darcy Bra, the flyest Jedi witch of all <laughs> the galaxy. What are you doing for your birthday today? Thanks, Ryan. Um, well, I'm doing SEN, which I'm yeah. so happy about that it's also the girls' panel because yep. it just makes it even better. Yep. And then um, tonight, the it's a World Girl Wednesday, so we're just giving oh, my fun. birthday a whirl, and Doreen and Roxy plan something. So that <laughs> would be really fun. That's awesome. Well, good. So she gets to spend it with us right now, and then she will spend it with you guys all day. A today. dream. All day. A dream. That's it. That's all you wanted to do. Uh, Be Skywalker. Since Ahsoka is in live action now, do you think they will have an Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka flashback scene in the obi-wan show how awesome would that be um it would be pretty cool if they did that i would be i'd be on board with it if that was the case however if you believe the rumors that are out there and i actually do believe the rumors on this one rumors are that she's gonna appear and so will um obi-wan in um andor mm -hmm. um 
and I think that if any show needs some a little bit of a, a star power, it's it's that show. Not that Diego Luna isn't a star, but you know when it comes to the Star Wars star, you put Obi Wan and Ahsoka and know that they're going to show up in like cameos. I don't want them to be massive parts in the series, but if Obi Wan shows up, has a conversation with Bell Organa, you know, and, and you know, yeah, go ahead. Mike. I was thinking about this if we could talk for Andor for a second. Sure, go ahead. And I kind of just now thinking about we talk about star power. I'm kind of liking it, and I hope it is to Wandavision, where characters like Wanda and Vision were not that thought of as favorites. Mm-mm. Sure, people like them, but yeah. now you see the talk. I mean, Wanda, like she's in the top of everyone's top five Marvel characters. Right. All her stories, like her comics, are being torn off shelves because it's like. So I think maybe Andor has the potential to kind of reignite this character who's not as loved as some of the others in Star Wars canon. Like this is a chance for these characters that maybe were offshoots, you know, because it's it's um, you know a different story when Rogue One and uh, with Felicity Jones and she was the main part of it and she was like the lead of it and then you know Vader comes in and he kind of takes a lot of the focus <laughs> off that. So I kind of hope in this film and, and I'm so glad WandaVision didn't do this that we didn't get Reed Richards, Doctor Doom popping up because then it takes away. Like let's get this guy and or maybe Obi Wan pops up for a little bit. But Ahsoka popping in there, I'm kind of like, yeah. let let's tell his story. And and like you said, a producer probably the story was pitched to them. They loved it. Like let's go with it. Uh, yes, and I think that you know if they have cameos and they have things that kind of fit into the actual story itself. Because Mike, what you said with the with the storyline and all, uh, excuse me, with with the, the fact that um, Wandavision made her comics go off the shelf and all that. This is what I've been trying to scream from the mountaintops of why television is so much more uh, valuable yeah. to for these characters than than, oh, sure. than than the movies are, because you have so much more time that you couldn't do that. You right, you can't do that in in movies. You just don't have that much time to do. But you have to focus on so much other stuff. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a great the fact that they're doing Andor because I think they probably saw it's like, look, there's a great story with him. And we we look at that in the film. We hear he gives the line of dialogue. I've been doing this since I was six years old. You know, him as a spy since he was six. That's a great story. You don't get to You can't tell that in two hours in Rogue One. You got to tell the Death Star plans. Yeah. So this film, let's go into this. Let's get in this. And I guarantee once this film and it'll probably be, it'll probably be done right, just like Mandalorian. People are like, damn, I love this character. I got to go back and watch Rogue yeah. One. And it just enriches the character. I think yeah, that's you- great. What do you think, Steph? Do you think that, you know, I know we mentioned this kind of briefly with cameos and things. And like if if there is an episode where you're because look, Mandalorian did that. Mandalorian did the yeah. same thing. Boba Fett. Oh God, so- yes. Joker and, yeah. and Luke. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, <laughs> yeah. so Boba like Fett went out with like a chump and in, in Jedi. And he now did. he's and they brought him back. And that was the difference that I thought what Mandalorian did well, like Mike, you and I had this when we were doing our reviews. We had this conversation of why I thought Luke was the one that made the most sense because yeah, it fit oh, into absolutely. the story. If you're just throwing things in there to throw it, Ahsoka, it made sense. If yeah. the things make sense inside of it, then use it. It would make sense that Obi Wan would show up to talk to yeah. um, talk to Bail Organa if yeah. Bail Organa is indeed in the show. Do you, you agree, Steph? Yeah, I agree. I I see that Obi Wan being more realistic than Ahsoka especially because we've gotten Ahsoka and the Mandalorian. And I, I think the next time we see her is probably going to be in her, in her series. So this is a question. So this is the, Manny Gonzalez's question is why have more characters appear in a show that doesn't seem to be on most people's watch uh, with inner for that exact reason, for that exact reason. So if, if you don't, if you're not that high on Andor, right. Going back to my previous point of, 
you already subscribed to it. You're already yeah. subscribed to the service. So you might check out an episode because you're, you're not signing up for the service for Andor necessarily, but you have it. You, you signed up for Obi-Wan, but Andor is going to be on there. So you're like, okay, I'm going yeah. to watch it. Or if you decide I'm not going to watch it, but you find out and through Twitter or whatever it is that Obi-Wan is going to be on this, and it kind of ties into one of the episodes of Obi-Wan. You're going to watch it, and that's exactly why you're going to put star power inside of those episodes because they're aware that it's probably the show that people want the least at the moment. Sure. And and it could be like a WandaVision scenario. Like Mike said, it could be one of these things like, who wanted an Andor series? Like, Andor came out great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. I think so. Or it's it might not. Cool. Or it might not be like, okay, right. wasn't what is it? Was this, it's not as good as Mandalorian. That's okay. Yeah. It's still out there. My biggest concern with that show is I just don't need a whole backstory on on him. I know it's called Andor, but I just don't need a back because I because I know where he Someone ends. Someone screenshot this yeah. episode and see the date and time, and when it comes out, you're gonna love it. I, I love it. I, no, no. First of all, and here's look, the thing, I, Christian, about I, you. You'll go. Wait, wait, you'll wait, go. Wait. Yeah, I was wrong. I love it. But I, I'm not. I'm not saying I think the show's gonna no, stay. No, no, no. I, I know. My, my thing is, I don't think we need a backstory for him because I know. Yeah. The, the the first part of like, okay, his parents were were part of the separatists. Like we like that's part of a novel. That's cool. Let me show a little bit of that. But I don't need the whole thing of like. You, I want to see him more of a badass. You know, like that's, yeah. that's the, because that's what we got in the beginning. I don't need to show that he's eventually gonna go to the rebellion you. or you know like that. I think I, for I, me, I where he ends up. For me, it's like okay, we we got so many Jedi's. We've got so many um bounty hunters like i want to see like in what they're going to hopefully tell is like a spy story yes like for me like for me all the marvel stuff winter soldier that's my biggest falcon that that show i cannot wait because it's a spy thing so to do spy stuff in star wars because we talk about star wars being a genre like you could do a horror story you could do west like it's a western but if they do a spy story yeah. In Star Wars, oh Great. man, yeah, I'm sold. I would be sold. shocked if they gave us more backstory on him than they did Mando. Like we right. got three flashbacks with Dinjarin. <laughs> that would be shocking if we just got an entire backstory. Yeah, show me, just show me both sides. I want to see both sides. I want to see the rebellion. I want to see both sides of the empire. Like show me because that's the beauty of television that you find out through the audience. Like who they're really responding to. So if you introduce a character like like let's say they bring in Ray Sloan. Um, to I don't know at that point yeah yeah Ray Sloan could be could finally be a character that they introduce inside of it yeah. and you show her on the Empire side and when you do and you start to see a little bit more of okay wait I'm following Empire side people too and the and you're checking Twitter and Twitter's losing their minds about like okay you know what season two <laughs> let's give another arc to so and so they're really responding to this because that's that's what I like about the potential of television and. What I also think is very smart, what Lucasfilm has been doing, they have not said, well, this is going to be an ongoing series, or this is going to be like, they right. made it very clear with Obi-Wan, this is a one and done, right? Yep. Uh, uh, Boba Fett, one and done. The other series like Mandalorian, you keep it going until, I think they said they planned it out for like, I think four to five seasons. Didn't they say five? I think it was five, didn't they? Five. They planned, they, they didn't say it was ending, they just said we've got plans for this. Plans. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what I will say is if if you if if someone said to me, well, you know, Darth Vader, he's going to be around in uh, in in Andor. I'm like, Andor and Obi-Wan. And it's like, yeah. okay, it's, 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 I mean, if it's like one of these things where, yeah, well, he's, he's out there. He's out there. I, I think that takes away a little bit of the impact in Rogue One when you finally see him. But I mean, yeah. You know, if he shows up and he wipes somebody out, uh, okay, fine. I mean, you're never really going to complain about Darth Vader showing up to, to wipe somebody out. But I, I, I think it's more crucial, to, uh, obviously, as they cast him in, in Obi-Wan, more crucial for that scene. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, uh, anyway, so this is a very, very 
fun show today very uh thank you for the discussion for everybody in the chat room and oh let that pop up again i don't know how that happened well, Spy. Hey, what buttons are you hitting? You got your two screens going on. You don't know what the hell's going on over there. Shut up over there, will you? Come on, All right, let's, Billy let's, Chicken. <laughs> Billy, Billy Chicks. Billy, Billy Chicks. Chicks. Mike is Billy Chicks. And Seth. Seth? I don't know. Seth. 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 Seth Sabra. Seth Sabra. Seth, Seth Sabra. Seth, 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 Seth Sabra. That's right. All right. Seth the Sith. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on the show here today. I appreciate it. Happy birthday once again to Steph Sabra. And check her out over on SEN in about four minutes. Just stay on this channel. She'll be there with Bonnie, uh, Roxy, <laughs> Kate Mulligan, uh, and uh, Sabrina. They're all going to be on there. So go and just stay here. Check it out. Or come check out myself and Mike on, on Stereo.com. that right. And we're going to be uh, taking your questions. On, do you want to keep talking Star Wars? and Head on over there. So do it and let the English see you do it. All right, guys, we'll check you out. Peace.